This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I had a dream about Michael again. It brought me back to our little place by the lake. Us running through the wood and the fields, and our parents busy in the kitchen. Mom making pie crust. Dad, always a beer in his hand. How lovely those summers were. I thought of Michael as he was then, a young boy, careless and healthy. I sat with the memory of him at the edge of my bed, expecting to feel crushed under the cruel weight of that memory, but feeling a smile spread on my face instead. Love feels warm even on the coldest nights. Love feels warm even on the coldest nights. There is a space between reality and fantasy, between light and dark, between rational and irrational. In this space, there are stories. This story is called The Mask. The country, the company, the children. Sun. Sun. Wind. So pleasant. One walks and feels. Covers one's body. One passes people. Their white faces. Always white. Always shiny. All plastic are there. But always not really present. One recalls the time. That time one found the object. That old object. One has fear. This can be bad for one. Misunderstood. A sudden traitor. But the object was so... I had to have it. Not allowed to keep old objects. Only the company can keep. But this time... One had to. A thing. This odd thing. This feeling. This emotion it produced inside. So one had to have it. And one took. Sun. Wind. The object under one's jacket. Hidden. Sweat beads on one's forehead under plastic. And one walks fast. One only hopes no other had seen. The object not supposed to be taken, but one took. Though one is good, one wants only to see real old object. Nothing sinister, nothing else. Yes, one is a model citizen, like others all. The country, the company, the children. One does believe. One walks and recites these words quietly, the constant mantra rolling back and forth in one's mind. The country, the company, 
the children. When is home, the heat gone, the room cool, so pleasant. The other greets the one. Other is displeased that one is late, cannot let others see the object, hide the object in one's room. The other screams, and one approaches, careful and slowly. The other is standing by the table, body stiff, the way the other always does. Still one can see the tension, the constant tension always present in the other's shoulders, bending the other's delicate white thin back, so pale, so like a paper sheet. The other stands. What? No reason. Sit. The other moves away and sits opposite one. One and the other stare into one and other's white shields, all plastic. No emotion, just breaths, breath that guides everything, the only thing to go by. The meal is in front now. One will not look where the other's plastic had been. Good manners. The other will not look either, because the same, eyes averted, because eyes on a plate, one and the other quietly commence dinner. Food smells good. One moves the plastic cup, one's mouth now uncovered, unprotected. In a panic, one shoves food into one's mouth. It is this way for minutes, endless minutes of shame. So exposed. Only feel good when one's face is okay again. The other taps the plate and one knows to look again. The other's plastic is all over the face, all proper. And one and the other nod. To the country, the company, the children, one and the other say quietly in unison. Such vital words turn bitter and different. One notices, ashamed, knows not what to think. To the country, the company, the children, echo of others' words. The other moves away, goes to the room, disappears. So one disappears too. One disappears in one's room also. One has time. Once one is back in the room, one pulls out the object, pulls it out of the darkness, out of no place at all. Yes, it is an object like no other. Paper, one never seen paper, real pages. Such fascination with paper, such desire to hold it. So old, has smell. One doesn't like it. Yes, one concludes, yes, it must be a book. One touches each page, real page. Careful now, the words are not typed, all squiggles, disappointing. One remembers, a translator. So one pulls it out, over the page as it goes. Blue squiggles are then typed letters. One can thus read. One leafs through the object, and all is handwritten. So good about translator, must know the name, title. Hover over the object and translate. Journal. The object's name is Journal. The first page. Random ramblings of JJ. The other is called JJ. How strange to be called. Next page. April 23rd. 
2025. I had a dream about Michael again. It brought me back to our little place by the lake. Us running through the wood and the fields. Our parents busy in the kitchen. Mom making pie crust. Dad always a beer in his hand. How lovely those summers were. I thought of Michael as he was then. A young boy, careless and healthy. I sat with the memory of him at the edge of my bed, expecting to feel crushed under the weight of that memory, but feeling a smile spread on my face instead. Love feels warm even on the coldest nights. So I went back to bed, or tried to. No matter what I did, I could not fall back asleep. I kept tossing and turning, my feverish thoughts clouding my mind. That is when I had decided that perhaps I should write it all down, do a mind purge. I had read somewhere that writing down your thoughts was like a therapy session. Get it all out in the open, and it is easier to move on with the rest of it. That's really what I am trying to do here. When I told Dave I was going to start a journal, he looked up at me, surprised. A journal? Why write it all down like that? Why not just take notes on your computer? He asked. But I wanted to do it with a real pen and paper. It felt more intimate somehow. I thought I wouldn't hear the end of it. But the next day, Dave got me a present. I opened the thin, slick box to discover a real pen inside. It was shiny and made of metal. Very fancy. I held it in my hands and felt the weight of it. Such a strange object it was. I haven't seen a pen like that since I was a child. Then suddenly I was empowered to write something down. Experience the way it feels to move my hand over a real page for once. And there is lots to write about lately. If only for my own sanity. I feel like everything is changing. My work is changing. My world is changing. The streets and the people inhabiting them are all changing. I feel like I belong nowhere at all. I told Dave, and he said that he too feels this way. Must be all the anxiety that 2022 and the last few years brought on us. We all vowed to move on and not let it sink into us. Be positive as we face the future. Yet despite the best efforts... This terrible, heavy defeat planted itself into our souls and grew. I walk around this odd world, filled with people, bewildered still at the soreness of this world wound. Dave and I went out to dinner a few days ago. A couple next to us were having a loud conversation. It took no time to realize that they were staunch supporters of the integration. How can they support it? I asked Dave. All he did was shrug. People who don't work in the industry don't fully understand the consequences. I stared at him. I worked for the company, but he forgets that I was not an AI. What do you expect, he continued. It's not like there is an easy way to understand it. Even I have trouble, and I work for the damn company. It is really simple. I looked at him, challenging. Integration is like giving up on our humanity. You were being dramatic. Dave was looking past me and into the distance, his hand around a glass. It may actually do good. 
Don't be stupid. I was getting frustrated. I can see a million ways this can go wrong. It is a lot more complex than you and I can even imagine. He replied simply and stared at me. I changed the subject. There was no way that I would spend our time out discussing this. Still, it bothered me. If all these people vote for the integration next month, where does that take us as a human race? One ponders these words in one's head. Such long sentences, such flow of words. One reads and rereads the first page, the dream, the pie crust, chrome pen, a pen, such an odd tool. One has seen it at the museum, the only museum the country has. A stick, not very special at all it was. There's a knock. Talk! One walks over to the door opens it. The other is standing, body straight, purpose-filled. One must try, the other says, reproach in speaking. The other's body tense, like always. Such tension makes one uncomfortable. The other is a string, a string wound up so tight, it collapses everything else around it. Other's plastic is bright against the dark. The other's dull voice sounds for the country, the company, the children. It is my good time, good chances if one and the other do the duty now. One looks at the other but sees only the bleak shape in the darkness. One's mind wanders back to the object, the book. One wants to read more. One wonders about the language, the shape, the feel of it in one's mind. So strange it is and complicated. Like hunger, it seems. The words spread shamelessly, long. The meaning odd sticks to one's mind, it does. One wants to continue, but one must fulfill the duty, must show the dedication to the other. Simple it is supposed to be, but never is. Still, the other is right. The children are missing. One and the other must correct that. The way one and the other are seen is important, essential. The company will not tolerate such odd behavior. The company needs constant others. One stares at the other. The blank plastic in the darkness is all that one sees. The other enters the room, a figure that does not fit. One takes the other to one's bed and the clothes are off. One studies the other, and we do the job. Must work, the other tells one, thus it is the obligation. One remembers the sun, the wind. One thinks it will work. One is in a good mood. Intimacy leaves one with such mystery. Mystery is how foreign the other feels, but also how good. At times it is good, mostly vulnerable. The body filled with oddities and twitches. One wishes the whole of it was masked with white plastic, just as the face is always masked. One wants nothing to do with such exposure, as the other twitches underneath the one. The only thing one thinks of is dancing, strange dancing of the body, 
no purpose, and no places to go. So then the one feels a sensation, feels something inside, and whoosh, it is all over, odd as the whole thing was. And one feels good, calm suddenly, how strange this thing is with one's body. The other leaves immediately, walks out the door, clothes bundled in hands, clutching to the clothes as if scared. One sees the outline of the other's body retreat into darkness, away, all naked but for the plastic, the plastic that is always there. It is moments like these that one wonders why mind cannot feel like the body did just now. Why not both at the same time instead? The other is gone, both body and plastic, away from the one. The other probably works, so the other claims. One knows what the other does instead. One cannot think of that, so one thinks back to the sun, the wind, the body underneath. That is now gone. One thinks back to the object, things that make one feel good. April 30th, 2025. I keep reading about the integration. Both sides have something to say. I have always been against it from the very beginning. Of course, I know humans are flawed. Everyone knows that. But what can be so good about perfection? If we ourselves don't know or cannot decide what is good for us all, how can a machine do it? Does it know us? Can it really empathize with us? There is vulnerability in being a human. It unites us, being so exposed, having feelings, making mistakes. No matter who you are, this will always be the case, because perfection is boring for humanity. Perfection is the type of extreme that seems to accomplish a lot, but essentially succeeds in nothing. There is great potential in the chaos of everyday life, in the messiness of our errors. Taking all this away will change everything. Of course, it will make life easier, too. How many persons have been monsters in the past? We are so eager to say that history will teach us something. Yet as soon as we are done reading it, we go on and commit the same atrocities. I think of this often. Do we ever learn? Or do we live out many possible lives in the context of new knowledge, but always with the same intent? Same horrible decisions, same behaviors? The hope, of course, is always that we will grow and mature. All of humanity growing up, progressing towards something bigger and better. At least this is my hope. I don't have an answer to what will work best. But either way, I worry about this decision. This trust we must blindly produce and hand over to something so inhuman. I confided in Dave about my uneasiness. He shares the same feelings, and most people we know do too. Why not leave things where they have always been? But what if some people don't like how things have been? Dave responded as he cheerily ate his food. I stared into my glass, looking at the ice cubes floating on the surface. I wouldn't say this has been working all that great, 
Dave continued. Maybe it may teach us how to strike a good balance, to allow our decisions to be guided by something whose job is only to create the best possible outcome. I stared at him. It sounds like you have changed your mind, have you? No. Dave looked serious then. I still think it is unnecessary. Too much control. I nodded. But I can see where the other side is coming from. He stared at me with his intense eyes. Come on, admit it. If the integration goes through, it may be a very cool experiment for the whole of humanity. Or a disaster, I added. There you go again. Why do you always have to be so negative? He got up and started clearing the table. I did not respond. He was frustrated enough, and the last thing I wanted was to have another argument. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.